Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, we're going to talk about the Virginia Beach shooting. We're going to update the news of the shy. We're going to talk about a hero or a snitch. We're going to discuss the new television show about the Central Park Five. We have more marijuana legislation. We're going to get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Entertainment and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. Now, now, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, world? It's your boy, B-Easy. And it's your boy, B-Mac. And who else we got in the building? Word, it's your boy, 40 Fonz. 40 in the building. Uh, That's family uh, right there. Y'all uh, put some respect uh, on family uh, name. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Play Store, anywhere you get your podcast. Absolutely free. Uh... B Mac, what's been going on, brother? Another week, man. That's it, bro. Another week. Another week. Ooh, well, I had a little fun last night. You know what I'm saying? Had some libations. Oh. You know, oh, I had some watermelon Ciroc. You know, Puff got Ciroc. What I'm drinking Belvedere for? You feel me? Had me some Deli on. How the watermelon Ciroc taste, bro? Oh, it tastes like heaven. Shit, I ain't tasting that shit yet. It tastes like heaven. Uh. What else I put in there? And then I put some, um, what is it, Blackberry Ciroc? I had all that mixed in together. Damn. Oh, wow. oh yeah. I had a concussion going on. Oh, yeah. I was litty. Damn. Hold up. Then I Hold mixed up. it up with some ginger ale. <laughs> that was that my, my nigga. That's how my daddy used to say it. Ginger ale. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> go, on, go in there and give me a bottle, a can of that ginger ale. <laughs> that's how my daddy used to say it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Cuzzo. What's up, cuz? How you doing? Doing better, man. You know doing- I damn... Fuck up my hand Friday night leaving my boy house. Damn, how you do that? Shit got a damn wood splinter in it. Then uh, I couldn't get that shit out, so I tried to go to the emergency room. Emergency room like, yo, you gotta be four hours before we get a chance to see. I like, hell no. You a wood splinter? Fuck you up that bad? Yeah, that shit about the size of a toothpick. That shit oh. was embedded in my hand. Yo. Well, did you? You must just like dragging your hand on the damn handrail or something. That what I did. Damn. Cause I've been drinking. Oh, I, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask. So you know, I try to make sure I get on the stairs all right. Cause that nigga, that nigga need to put some lights behind his house. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> you gonna say homie name? You gonna put him out there like that? I ain't gonna put my boy you out there. Put him out there like that. He get some better lighting, yo. You, so, I, it sound like he need to have some damn homeowners insurance. So I damn go down the oh. rail, man. I caught a whole toothpick in my hand. Damn. So then um. I went to work Saturday. Then I went to the doctor after I left work, man. They was able to numb my hand up and cut it out. God so, damn. So after that, man, I went to a um, Mexican restaurant to drink margaritas and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> also antibiotics. <laughs> antibiotics too, yo. I asked, but I asked the pharmacist because I drank with antibiotics. Oh, word. Yeah, they said I was good. They said they might fuck your stomach up. but You, you took that chance? Yeah, I took it. Word. You drank it now. <laughs> um, word. So uh, as y'all can hear. It's another testosterone heavy episode. You know what I'm saying? Courtney, she on the road. Her her and the wife, they on the road. They were down here, but 
they had to attend a wedding and such. Courtney. And so, uh, you know, she on the road going heading back north. So shout out to them. Safe travels and such. Safe travels, Courtney. Hopefully they uh close to being home right now. Um <sighs> But yeah, uh a lot of shit going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Mainly niggas. Mainly niggas. I don't really have no let me see, do I have a weekend story? I do have a well, you know, last night I was uh Eating and drinking with a few young women, and one of the young women Damn. bought up, um, you know, the situation that I've talked about on here. That I, you know, I, you know, sometimes you know, you you host a podcast or whatever, and you know, your listeners want you to open up, mm-hmm. you know. And so I opened mm-hmm. up to the listeners and I told them about my Me Too mo- movement uh, <laughs> situation. <laughs> oh, and you know, I I was I I was um, what's the word? I I, I was. I had some rape apologists that were talking to me, asking me what what was I wearing. They told me you wanted it. Oh. Did you go back? And all kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to be careful about who you're around. You never know. You might be around some rape apologists, whether they have breasts and vaginas or not. Um, mm. Yeah, some of these people out here in the world, they just, you know, asking me all of the, you know, the questions like, what were you doing in the room that late? Uh, you knew better. Uh, why were you? What were you wearing? Of course, I wasn't wearing anything. Um, what nerve! The, the, the unmitigated gall of these women. But it shouldn't yeah. matter what you had. What you had on? Man. Exactly. It shouldn't matter. They should respect you. It's respect me. <laughs> yes. Don't touch. Don't touch. Yeah. yeah. One of the women she grabbed my hand last night and tried to put it on her breasts. One Shit. of her breasts. No. Yes. You resist? I did resist because I'm more than my body. Because I, I, I have a mind. <laughs> I have a mind also. Yes. Um, my nigga. Yeah. So, and then I was intoxicated. So, oh. you know, I oh. think she was trying to take advantage of me being intoxicated. Um, and you know, I, and it was all laughs and giggles. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm such a big, strong man. They thought it was funny, <laughs> but you know, I was. I felt threatened. They could have overpowered me. Yeah. And taken my penis. <laughs> you know, hey, yo. Yeah. So you know, guys out there, be careful. Traveling packs. Um, <laughs> keep watch, a quarter, keep a quarter in your pocket. Just keep in case a, you got calls somebody. Just, yeah, just in case you have to call somebody because these women out here, they're very aggressive. Yeah. Hey, you know, what, no, no, plate. no bullshit. No, that shit is serious though. Because even women do get aggressive. They get aggressive. Yeah. Ain't nothing like walking through the middle of the club and somebody grab your ass. Grab your, your ass, dick. your dick. Yeah. Yeah, you get me oh, too a lot a in lot. the club. Yeah, yeah. So be ca- these women out here are very aggressive. Right. Very aggressive. Uh, but uh, speaking of the weekend, I, I guess on a more serious note, um, did y'all hear about the shooting in Virginia Beach? No. You didn't hear about it? I vaguely yeah, heard. I heard. Yeah, I heard bits and pieces about yeah, it. Yeah, I heard bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, it says twelve people were gunned down in a shooting shooting rampage. Mm. Um, said, said it was a guy. He was a veteran city engineer. Um, he targeted people that he worked with for years. Said he fired indiscriminately Friday oh, damn. on a municipal building in the coastal city. Um, said he died after a long shootout with police officers. Um, the mayor. Well, let's see. Um, Uh, let me see. It was um something in here that I oh that said the shooter was a disgruntled employee. Um, said uh, toward the end of the work that he shot one person in a car, then entered the building where he fired at people on three floors. Um, 
They still don't know the motive. Uh, they said he was um like in good standing at work. Said he just had gotten like a review or something. Um, but they said he put in a two week notice or well put in a uh, resign his resignation earlier that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just came back to work and you know shot out the place. Um, mm. uh, he was a colored feller. Shit, for real? Yep. Damn, I yeah. was shocked to hear that. Yeah. That's so Damn. sound like some white boy shit. Yeah, sure do. Yeah, killed 12 people. Uh, yep. Uh, let's see how many. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven men. And if my math serves me correctly, five women. Yeah, I had to count on my fingers, y'all. Damn. Yeah. Um, All of them died? Yeah, 12 people died. Yeah. Yep. Damn. And all of them worked in work there, so. Uh, if y'all, you know, from that area, um, they said what yeah. kind of gun he had that he was shooting with. Said they found two legally purchased forty-five caliber pistols at the scene. Shit, um, say about one in twenty sixteen and uh, one in twenty eighteen. So you must be taking headshots. I, don't, I mean, a forty will bust your ass open now. Yeah. Forty-five will bust your ass wide open now. True. Yeah. But shit, uh, everybody die. Everybody, yeah, you're right. Everybody die. Yeah, so you might have been practicing or something. I ain't kidding. Um. He said police said one pistol had a suppressor and several empty extended magazines. Um mm. said they found even more weapons in the gunman's home. And it, it like they, they were going by like it said like what we know, what we don't know. One of the things they say they don't know is why he purchased the weapons and how long he was planning his attack. I mean, everybody got I feel like everybody got guns nowadays. Mm-hmm. That that's a question you don't really you know what I'm saying. You ain't really um, gonna ask no more, really. Yeah. Um, say he's identified as 40-year-old Dwayne Craddock. Say he worked as a certified professional engineer in the city's public utilities department for 15 years. Um, that's a long time. If that, if that nigga was that disgruntled, that nigga live at the beach. <laughs> Take your ass Take to your the ass beach. To the beach. Take yeah. your ass to the beach, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck you go? You get mad and want to shoot up people. Shoot up people for Go take a nice little walk on the beach. Right. Well, I mean, he on Virginia. You ever been to Virginia Beach? I never really, I've been through there, but I never You can't cuss. You can't play your music loud, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, what? maybe Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, they got signs up and shit. It's like a family beach. Oh. No wonder he disgruntled. Yeah, I'd be disgruntled too. Well. Um, and then his family wrote a note. It said, uh, the family of Dwayne Craddock wishes to send our heartfelt condolences to the victims. We are grieving the loss of our loved one at this time. We wish to focus on the victims and the lives lost during yesterday's tragic event. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families of those who lost their lives and those recovering in the hospital. So I guess more people got shot too. Um, uh, yeah, so basically that note is saying, uh, we sorry what happened to our family, but uh, leave us alone too. So, um, Yeah, I'm sure more news will come out with motives and all that kind of stuff. Um, because that's, that's sad. You at work and the nigga just start busting off. You, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. <laughs> You don't know what you call it. Um, that is that situation right there is all fucked up, man. He down. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody seen this nigga acting different, acting weird. You know, no, you, you don't really know the shit like that until after it happened, though. Like, cause you you know you don't know what people be going through at home, or whatever. So they you might think they might be having like a bad day or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or might be going through something. So you don't really want to. Get too into their business a lot because at a lot of jobs you don't really like fuck with people like that right, right. too much True. you know what I'm saying on the, on a personal level like you know what I'm saying when I used to work with you know when we used to work on the same job 
it was a couple people that I used to right. talk to like that. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, like people ask me now, like you know such and such. I'm like, nah, I don't know none of them niggas up there. You know what I'm saying? So right. you really wouldn't notice until a motherfucker come out there with a damn Uzi or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you know, oh, what the fuck wrong hey, with him? But you know, we all got that one motherfucker on that job. We like, yo, man, watch him. Thing, watch that motherfucker. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I cussed out one of them. So <laughs> you know what I mean? If like our like old job, you know? Oh, uh, oh, white boy. Yeah. Talking, like, yo, that motherfucker, man. Yeah. You know, that motherfucker tell motherfucker that come in here probably light a motherfucker up. Yeah, I done cuss him out too. So right. if he come back, it might be my fault, y'all. <laughs> That's what so, I'm saying. Because just tuck and run. Cause we all going. Run. Hell no. Nah, I talk to that motherfucker about the walking dead. Any fucking thing he want to talk about. <laughs> man, try, to, try to get on his good side. <laughs> I feel that nigga good side. He going in and kill everybody. <laughs> <That> shit. <laughs> 40, <laughs> why didn't he kill you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, yo. Then you want something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> know that nigga crazy as hell. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So, man, he'll have a good conversation, man. Yeah, I done seen you talking to him before. Yeah, I know. Two days after I done cussed that motherfucker yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Stop saying. throwing them motherfucking packages, bitch. Yeah. That motherfucker, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yo, yo Beezy, whatever that motherfucker want to talk about. <laughs> We could talk about the Walking Dead, Pokemon Go, whatever that motherfucker <laughs> want to talk about. We talk, we talk about that shit, yo. I don't give a fuck. That shit, you don't want no yeah. issue. That nigga's my friend, he yo. Look like he, he look like he a bomb maker. <laughs> <laughs> he do, now. I don't even have a talk. Pokemon Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even he don't even got down no nothing about Pokemon Go. He don't know a damn thing. Talking about it with him. I talk about it with him, yo. What did I say Pikachu did what now? <laughs> no. That's my nigga, yo. You got that Charles on? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch it though. But I don't know no uh yeah, they don't have a motive yet. This happened Friday. You know the weekend was the weekend was the weekend. I don't I don't but see I don't really uh See the news like that, you know what I'm saying? Like CNN and stuff. I don't really check for for the news like that. Sad to say, I get most of my articles and shit from like social, social media. media. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. And I only saw I only saw like saw this on social media that Friday, with like while it was happening or whatever. So um, it wasn't too many people um, putting things on it. I guess maybe you know because of you know it's we don't live in the area, so most of the people on. Like my Facebook don't live here. Some people like live in uh, like on my Instagram or whatever, uh, Twitter. They live in the area, but for the most part, most of the people don't live up in that area. So mm-hmm. they probably it probably wouldn't be too important to people. It's sad to say, but we have some in the damn mass shootings and shit till like if it ain't happening in your hood or nothing, like right. people don't care. Right. Like r- around here when they had the uh, when all those police got killed or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it it made national news, but. But a lot of people really weren't talking about that shit nationally, you know no. what I'm saying? So I guess it, that shit got to happen in your area for uh, for people to care about it. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I think I think now, man, like you were saying, with so many mass shootings, to almost got to the point to to where people are getting numb to it. now. Oh yeah, definitely. You know I mean? Yeah, definitely numb to it. Um, but you know, condolences to those families. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you can bring your gun to work if you want to and try to mass shoot where I'm at, though. <laughs> you get your issue here. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's always with me. <laughs> um, in the words of the great poet laureate, uh, Young Jeezy, Jay Jenkins, if you will, uh, 45 makes my pants sag. 
<laughs> See me bouncing in the club with my crib flag. Shout out to Robert. Um, <laughs> shout out to Robert. Uh, uh, let's see what else happened um, in the news. Um, Frank Lucas. You hear about Frank Cheers. Lucas? I saw that on social media. Somebody put RIP Frank Lucas, right? Yeah, yeah. Frank Lucas died said, uh, at the age of 88. You know, oh, we shit. know Frank Lucas from mm-hmm. uh, American Gangster, played by Denzel. Mm-hmm. Um, so he operated in Harlem during the late 60s and early 70s. Um so he survived by his wife of more than 40 years, former uh, Puerto Rican beauty queen, uh, Juliana Farrat, mm-hmm. as well as his seven children. Um, I think they said something like Frank Lucas made like a million dollars a day or some shit. Yeah, that was sad. That was yeah. important. Yeah, so he uh, got it directly from the from the source, his hair on, mm-hmm. uh, or what they like to call nowadays dog food. Um <laughs> Yeah, but um, I would, I, you know, shout out to him, you know. Um, they did say he ratted on everybody. Uh, he told on some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, you know. He lived a long life. He came from the, came from the country. He wasn't really educated like that, but he made a way. Well, he well, he well, he ratted on like crooked cops, though, right? I think I think he ratted on some of his family too because they was fucking up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know Jay Z had a line about him on on one of his songs or whatever, and Frank Lucas took issue with that or whatever. But yeah, he did rat on um, some cricket cops. Um, I tell you, I didn't like that soundtrack though. What soundtrack? The American Gangster soundtrack. You had liked it. Which one? Well, uh, Jay Z did the Jay the album. Yeah. Oh, I mean that wasn't the soundtrack, but hell, y'all love that shit. You did. Yeah. yeah. I could get into it. Yeah, if you like, I liked it at first, but then he did a um a thing called Storytellers. Mm-hmm. And like before every song, he would tell like you know the motivation behind the song, or whatever. So if you listen to the album all the way through, it's basically like from the beginning of when you first think about like yo, like in once like in uh, one of the songs, the song American American Dreaming, whatever. He was like, "This the shit you dream about with the homies steaming out mm-hmm. back to back, back in the beamers out." Like he like yo, with like when you with your homies and you young and you thinking about. Hustling or whatever, that's what y'all doing. Y'all sitting there, like, yo, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had a cars and all this and that. And then they go from there until like the song Rock Boys, like, that's about halfway through the album. And they in the club, they got all the money, they got all the women, they can do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? Anything you want in the club. And then from there, it kind of go down right. to like the end. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of played like a, 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 basically like the life of a hustle. Like one of the last songs, he like, you older, you ain't got the bread like that. Now there's some new dudes. Mm-hmm. They get they 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 making way more money than you ever made. Now, but all now all you got is the stories. Mm-hmm. All you got is stories. You get you know what I'm saying. So it played like that. So when he did that, and then I went and listened to the album again. Like that's that probably like it might be my like my second. It might be my favorite. I'm my second favorite Jay Z album. Like all the time. Like all of oh, for real. Yeah, I love that shit. Like I was listening to that shit heavy. Like all that shit. Like. Then the music was like so soulful, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was yeah. one of my that was one of my favorite ones though. But um, Wait, that's the same that's the same album with uh Party Life on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite. That was my favorite. Maybe one. I should go listen to that again. Yeah, yeah. And see, and something happened like when they did Storytellers, it came on one time, and then VH1 and Jay Z had was were at odds about what to do with it or whatever. Mm. So like, if you go online to try to find Storytellers. You'll find like maybe a clip or two, 
but you won't find the whole thing because they, you know what I'm saying, they couldn't reach a certain agreement for them to come out with it. Right. So, like, it's basically gone, but that was one of the, like, best ones because he told a story of, the, of what every song meant. And then if you listen, like like I say, it's just basically the line of a person that hustled, that went through the good shit and then went down to the bad shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I'm saying, where we from or whatever, like, people we know, like, mm-hmm. I know them stories, like, I know them people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of, like, resonated with me, and I, you know what I'm saying, in that way. But, uh, yeah. you know, shout out to uh, Frank Lucas. Um, he was yeah. a motivation for a lot of people. Yeah. To sell dope in the community. Yeah, uh, man, Frank, if Frank would have went to that damn fight, Frank would have been all right. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That shit be getting a lot of people, even yeah. to this day. Like, they want to get them flashy cars and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. That fucking fight, man. Fuck yep, that man fight up. fucked them up. Yep, and that damn coat. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> it, I remember um, it was a while ago. Like It was like right before I moved back home or whatever. And, well, it was right after I moved back home, like, like back down here. And, um. Blaze was asking me about like, do you know um, do you know such and such or whatever? I'm like, I didn't know this person by that particular name, but I knew them. But then when I realized who he was or whatever, I was like, yeah, I know him or whatever. But he was like, um, I don't know who that dude is, but they keep like his name keep coming up in the club. Right. And he was like, I ain't even from the streets. I don't know none of these people. But once I start hearing their name, mm-hmm. it, it only a matter of time before they get locked up. Locked up. And and that shit showed it happened. Like the person's name started ringing out, and he started knowing their name or whatever. They start coming to the club. They start throwing their own parties. And after after a while, this person got locked up or whatever. Right. Um. It's still locked up now. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to say their name, but uh. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stay yeah. out that spotlight. That damn coat did it for Frank. That what did that it? Damn coat in that damn fight, sitting way up at the damn front. He it was somebody they said in the movie. He was sitting. In, I think he was sitting. Closer up than Joe Lewis or somebody like somebody real famous. Yeah, somebody yeah. famous. Yeah, some what some some the mob boss, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. The mob boss uh-huh. was sitting in front of him. Yep. Then the black Strong. dude back then, damn like that shit. Yeah, cause you know back then they used the fights to tell who was who. Yeah, cause it basketball mm. wasn't big back then. Like now yeah. it's like basketball and well not even football. football yeah, no. probably basketball, basketball though. Basketball, you like who is that? Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of New York and crime, uh, y'all familiar with the story of the Central Park Five? Yes. Um, be mad. I heard a pause. No, <laughs> I was trying to think, but nah, nah. Well, the Central Park Five. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, this happened back in uh, 1989. Um, mm-hmm. um, some. Some kids from Harlem, they were arrested and convicted of uh, for rape of a white woman in Central Park. Um, so uh, eventually, that you know, it came out that they didn't rape the woman or whatever. But um, it was like a lot. This was a whole bunch of shit that happened that didn't go right with these kids. Like they didn't get the right representation. They were like hell without being able to talk to their parents for a long time. They basically were made to confess to right. the crime to a crime that they didn't do. Um, and they spent like decades in jail. Um, well, no, they spent between seven to thirteen years. In prison. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but they later got exonerated. But um, rec- well, over the weekend um, on Netflix, uh, um, a movie came. What is this a movie? A TV show came out. Uh, when it's they a, see us, I yeah, think it's a TV show. It's yeah, a, it's like a, a documentary, series. Yeah, documentary. Yeah, series. yeah. Um, <clears throat> on it. Um, talking about. Well, I mean. 
basically, you know, reenacting what happened back then. And I I think it was last year, I had listened to like a podcast and they had like a whole bunch of parts on it about the guys from the Central Park Five and they were um basically telling their story like what happened and all kind of shit. That shit was crazy. Like like one of the dudes, he was like being interrogated for like 14, 15 hours. Mm-hmm. Like you 14 years old, you getting interrogated about for that long and then the police was like lying to him, telling him like, well, if you say this, we'll let you go home and all kind of stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but that shit happened. But this this came out or whatever um, over the weekend. It's called uh, When They See Us. Now, some people, like, I don't know. If you don't know the story, maybe maybe you want to um, watch it. Everybody's saying it's good, but it'll, you know, get to your emotions or whatever. But yeah. I personally, I can't watch that shit because I know I would get pissed off. Yeah. Because, you know nah. what I'm saying? Because um, I know part of that story with the Central Park Five was... Um, I think the kids was interviewed without their parents um, yeah. by the police, and their parents, um, you know, couldn't afford attorneys and stuff like that. So they pretty much had to take a, you know, a deal or whatever. So they had to go to prison, and like you said, for seven, thirteen years. And then what ended up happening? How they ended up get clear from the uh, rape charges was that the guy who actually raped the lady was in jail with them and confessed to it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they was able to get out of it, get and out of it. And part of that whole story was uh, uh, Donald Trump played a role in that story mm-hmm. as well, where he spent like $85,000 um, yeah. on newspaper ads mm-hmm. uh, saying that the kids deserved the death, the death penalty and uh, they need to bring the death penalty back to New York uh, for these kids. Yeah, and that was something like people was, even like during his campaign and stuff, people were saying like he never apologized right. for... Um, for doing that, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. That was one of like one of the strikes people had against him. Like he um he did is basically, you know, because it was young black kids. Mm-hmm. Um they even came up with a term, like a new phrase out of the whole situation, called it wild. And it was a whole bunch of it's a whole lot of shit that went down that was fucked up, you know what I'm saying, for these kids who didn't didn't you know what I'm saying, didn't do anything. Yeah, didn't do anything. I think they might have been throwing rocks or some shit. It was something else that happened in the park um and they got tied to it like some kids were throwing rocks or mm-hmm. got into a little uh, little, little fight scuffle. little yeah. scuffle or something like yeah. that they got tied to that um but it was it was a whole lot of shit with it but um yeah they didn't deserve it but uh yeah this new shit is out it's directed by uh Ava DuVernay and the reason why she made it was because one of the uh guys one of the guys in the Central Park 5 he put out a tweet and and wanted her to uh bring that story you know, to the screen, and she, um, you know, she looked into it and she did it. So, um, shout out to her and cause she she did the thirteenth um on Netflix. Um, right, she did. Yeah, she doing a lot of stuff. She do a lot of stuff. Yeah, she do a, a lot, lot of good thing. stuff. Yeah. Um, so shout out to her. So if y'all want to want something to binge watch, she used to be a rapper too, right? What did she used to rap? I don't know nothing about no rap. I think she did used to rap. She said she used to rap. Yeah, I think she said on a um, I kind of heard her interview right before that this um series dropped. She was on Breakfast Club, uh huh, and it was talking about she used to rap and stuff like that. Oh, word, yeah, I ain't knew that. I think her Oprah ain't her Oprah real good friends or something like that. I think she yeah, did cause that she got movie a um, too for Oprah that last movie. Oprah yeah, that, uh, what's that movie with Oprah and that little girl? Yeah, uh, what's it called? Um, it was like a Disney movie because yeah. she did that movie instead of doing um. Black Panther. Yeah, she gave Black Panther to my man. Yeah, gave it yeah. to um Ryan Coogler. Yeah. But yeah, she um had that show um Queen Sugar. That's her show mm-hmm. on um on own. 
So yeah, her and Oprah cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she um she a boss. She be getting to it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, speaking of entertainment, y'all have y'all uh heard about that movie Ma? Ma, Ma, Ma. The movie it's about it's uh, Octavia Spencer. She plays like an older lady. Well, I mean, a black lady, and she's like, um, well, of course she's a black lady, and she, but she's like hanging out with these high school kids, like getting them drunk and shit, and oh. she turn on them and start killing. You, you ain't seen no, previews for that? I ain't seen the previews for that yet. Yeah, it's a. Um, you say what, B Mac? I said I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was kind of hyped up to see the movie. You know what I'm saying? Cause who wouldn't want to see a movie about a black lady killing some uppity ass white kids? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but turns out um the maker of the movie um he said it's not about race. And so it was this one article I read um and it was talking about like the, the premise of the movie where they filmed the movie at the maker of the movie. Mm. The guy that made the movie, he lives in Mississippi. He lives on a plantation. Which raised my eyebrows. Oh. Then um, they shot the movie in Mississippi, uh-huh. but instead of having the movie set in Mississippi, right. it's set in Ohio. Oh, so with it being set in Ohio, it kind of take like if something is set in Mississippi, then you know uh, it's kind of like a racism cloud that hangs over whatever going on in Mississippi, just because of the past. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, he, they so they have it set in in uh, Ohio. Um, and I didn't know, like, I think he had something to do with the help. It was a whole bunch of shit with them that made me look at this shit sideways. And she was like, she said some shit about, like, why do people always got to put race in everything or whatever? So, I don't know. I'm probably just going to have to wait till this shit come on uh, HBO. Um, wait a minute now. So, she was wondering why people put race in everything, but she killing, she a black lady killing white kids? A whole bunch of white kids, yeah. I think they say in the movie, like, I think she might kill a black girl, too. But, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but still, though, like. I don't know. Everything do have got race in it. I'm sorry. Everything got race in it. Well, shoot, part of the, well, I, I can't say this for sure, but part of the reason why uh, that movie was shot probably in Ohio instead of um, Mississippi, because of the um, a lot of people is not doing business in Mississippi because they got the Confederate flag still on it. No, it, it was shot in Mississippi. It was. It was okay. shot in. It's set. It's set in Ohio. Oh, it's set it, in Ohio. It, okay. Yeah, they shot it in Mississippi, so they. Make you know, set it in Ohio. Okay, you know? I got you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, y'all do a little research on Ma. Yeah, you know I'm saying look it up. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else happened in this news. Um, no, uh, you know, last week and I think the week before we talked about the the show The Shy. Uh huh. Um, yeah. We were talking about um Jason Mitchell, you know, getting cut. Now um now people uh. Starting to talk about it. Uh, at first, the showrunner, uh, she went public. Right. Um, yeah, I heard her interview the other day. Well, no, that that wasn't you talking about on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, that wasn't the showrunner. That was the um, lady that created. That was Lena Waith. Lena Waith. The, okay. Yeah, the showrunner. She came out before Lena Waith. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let me see if I can get her. Um, yeah, she said um, when she she took over uh, season two. She said it was Lena Waithe who informed her of the issues of J- between Jason Mitchell and Tiffany Boone from season one, and that Tiffany was thinking about leaving um, the show because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, as a result of this information, uh, she said, I discussed Tiffany's claims with the studio's HR department and set up HR presentations for the writers, cast, and crew. Ultimately, everyone was aware 
was well aware of Jason's behavior and his multiple HR cases, including Lena, the creator and executive producer of the show, who is very involved at the studio and network level. Um, she says, as showrunner, I did everything I could to deal with his behavior by speaking with the studio's HR department multiple times and instructing one actress to call HR herself before I became a target of his rage and inappropriateness and had to report him to HR as well. Uh, she said in her own statement, uh, Lena Waithe focuses only on Boone, saying, I think Tiffany is a wonderful actress and an extremely brave woman. I wish her nothing but success in the future. I look forward to getting back to her work on season three. Uh, so, yeah, basically, because it was kind of like a, um, um, I don't want to say miscommunication, but, like, the showrunner was saying one thing, basically, like, Lena Waithe knew everything. Um, it's basically her show, so... Like, she knew everything was going on. But Lena Waif was like, she really didn't know. And that was what she said on the, that was kind of what she said on The Breakfast Club. But she kind of responded to her. Um, let me see if I can pull that shit up. I ain't going to play it because she talked for 40 minutes. Yeah. Right. Um, I watched it. Well, what yeah. The fuck, what the fuck going on with a man, though, man? Why he, I mean, he put this up in a situation like that, man? They don't, they don't say exactly what he did, but that shit had to be real bad. Um, right. Right. For for yeah. one, for the for the uh his his co star, for her to be like, you know, she was gonna quit. Mm-hmm. And um and and for him to get like cut by his agency, he got cut right. by the other shows he was on. So all at one time. Yeah, ain't no telling you know what, what that shit was. Right. Then you know it was in a business like Hollywood, man, they go blackball you. you yeah, I mean? I mean especially well, yeah, especially cause he black and then right. he was working with, you know what I'm saying, you know, black people because he started out um the first thing I remember seeing him on was straight out of Compton. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then he got on a he was on some other movies too. Like he was on a, on that King Kong movie. What was it called? Was Kong? Kong? Whatever. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, he was in that movie. Superfly. Superfly. Yeah, Superfly. Oh, yeah, he was on that too. Yeah, he was on that oh, too. I didn't see Superfly. Um yeah. yeah, now he was on like he's the to me, he was the head person of the shy. You know what I'm saying? And like I said on the show, I was like, um, they could kill him off or whatever. So Lena Waithe on the Breakfast Club was like, they probably just gonna not deal with their storyline, period. And right, just right. Cause I would rather I like that storyline, you know what I'm saying? With him getting the uh I don't know if y'all watch the show, but you know, him getting the money from the uh from the dope dude that he didn't know was a dope dude and you know, he trying to keep his little food truck going or whatever. I like that little storyline. Like, I wanna see how that shit gonna turn out. Matter of fact, I'm recording this show tonight. Mm. But um but yeah, uh, and then his name Brandon. Damn. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I mean, for those who don't know, um, he was easy. Played easy part on Straight Outta Compton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he played easy on Straight Outta Compton. He was the uh, kind of like the sidekick on um, Superfly. Mm-hmm. He was like the crying black dude on Kong. You know the little nigga, little short nigga. Um, but yeah, but Selena Waithe basically said when she was on the Breakfast Club that she really didn't know about what happened because she basically sold a show to Showtime. Right. So she was just a creator, but you know what I'm saying? They took her, um, I don't want to say they took her show, but she basically was, you know, didn't have anything to do with how they dealt with him. Mm-hmm. So it was all on, on them and she kind of didn't know exactly what was going on. And when she finally found out, you know, she basically washed her hands of him mm-hmm. she really can't she because she said she won't work with him again 
she was like she hopes she can work with uh Tiffany again, Tiffany Boone. Um and she kinda like, you know, defended herself about from the things what the showrunner <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me, the things the showrunner said. So um I don't know, man. I, I like the show. I hope they don't not bring the show back. Because, um, yeah, that, that'll be second. That's a good black show that come on Showtime. Mm-hmm. If y'all ain't, if y'all ain't never watched it, go watch it. It's a good show. Word. Good acting. I heard it was shit. a good show, though. Oh, yeah, it is. It's real good. Got some killing in there. Mm-hmm. Some, there was to be some titties in there. I don't know no Ooh. titties in there. I it, got to have titties in the show. There'd <laughs> <laughs> be some killing in there, though. It be some titties on um on uh on uh she's gotta have it. You watch that be met? Yeah, I just started it. Who who's in that show? Uh I don't know if you would know anybody on that show. Oh. Right. It come on Netflix. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's a Netflix show. Two seasons. She's gotta have it. Real good. A lot of it's nothing but black people, really. Mm-hmm. Couple white people sprinkling their here and there, but yeah. It's a Spike Lee show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, somebody said they didn't like that show though. Who? Uh, somebody was saying on on Breakfast Club that call in on Breakfast Club. Oh, they probably corny. Yeah, yeah, they don't like that show. They corny. Gay Trav, that who? <laughs> Greek oh, Trav. Trap from um, yeah. Philly or whatever. Yeah. Gay Trav, yeah. Trav, yeah. Trav said he didn't like it, yo. Uh, he said he wanted to give uh, uh Spike Lee Donkey today, yo. Oh, Trav Wilder. Yeah, Trav Wilder probably because it. Well, I mean, it did have because she he gay said he on liked the show. Ending. Oh, he ain't like the ending yeah. of this season. Yeah. Uh, okay, I can feel. I can feel him on that. I can feel Trav on that. I yeah. didn't see it, so don't spoil it. I ain't gonna spoil it, but I can feel it. I can. I can feel him on that. Pause. Um. <laughs> but watch it. It's a good show. Watch it with your old lady. Yeah, I'll check it out. Or don't watch it with your old lady because there's some titties in there. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah titties in there. Well, you on the first season or the second season, B Mac? I'm on the second season, beloved. Oh, so you done seen the first the first episode of the second season? This is a whole lot of titties rubbing a whole titties. Lot. Yeah, her titties on her titties. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to that show. I like it. It's a good yeah, show though. I check it out. Me and the old lady check it out. They yeah, show an ass on there too. They show everything on there. Good. Come yeah. me, and, come me, and, me and my old lady ass shopping. So what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Hold up. Me and my old lady ass shopping, man. So we ass like, shopping. Yeah. That now that can go a whole bunch of ways. I need you to elaborate, cause. Oh, 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 oh. Shit, I elaborate, man. You know, old lady says she want she want get some stuff, some work done. So we just do oh. some ass shopping for some ass. Oh, okay, oh. okay, all right, okay, all right. Yeah, you know how it go. Who I was, thought y'all was about to introduce some of y'all marriage. I had to <laughs> had to clear that out. Huh? Had to clear that out. Nah, we need that ass shopping. Bro, I was about to just start clapping. <laughs> <laughs> So oh yeah, cause, nah, cause, we ain't going that far, but you know what the hell. Cause B Mac, B Mac, about to get married. He was about to um email oh, you, some, email you some tips. Oh, hey, get, get you to get him some tips for that shit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh nah, yo shit. We just down. I see a girl out with a nice ass or something. I try to get a t- ask a guy to take a picture of her ass and shit like that. You know. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, hey baby, how about this right here? This uh Oh shit. He got a damn they got a damn you know I like um when it be like on uh, the police and they have all them faces up and they drawing the line like they have took the yarn and go to the lines like this person connected to that person and all that shit on the bulletin board. They just got that on the wall, a whole bunch of asses. You like 
You like this one or no? You like that one. That's how they be doing this shit. <laughs> Trying to damn. You got yeah. the perfect cover to just look at. Look at uh-huh. <laughs> damn. All right, well. God, man, I damn. This girl was damn in the hookah lounge one night. Uh-huh. That girl ass was so fucking fat, yo. So, uh. The uh, the man that run the hookah lounge, he gave me the he gave me the uh, iPad to uh to control the music. Uh huh. So I said, shit, I'm gonna get that motherfucker to jump up and bounce her fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So, uh, you know I you know I went to that go to, yo. You know the you know the motherfuckers can't sit down on that damn French Montana pop that, yo. Oh, she she got up. That motherfucker got up, stopped bouncing that fucking God. ass. I like, oh fucking shit. Yo. So I said shit. So I say, hey yo, yo, yo. Let me talk to you for a minute. So I went they talk. So she uh she like, what's up? So I like, yo, let me get a picture of your ass, yo. You know, me and my, me and my wife ass shot for this shit, yo. So, I, <laughs> so she, she was let, like she, what she say? So she was like, she thought about it, then she was like, oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable with doing that shit like that. So I said, all right, you got to be comfortable. <laughs> 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 you ain't gotta be comfortable. Yeah, so I know. So I wait for I wait for both for she start dancing some more. Pull out their phone out. Pop. Took, took, took a picture, picture of that ass, yo. Damn. Yeah, that shit was down. Damn. damn boy. That, that shit was that nice. That motherfucker nice, yo. And you went home and took it and showed it to your wife. I sent it to her. Oh, you sent it to her right then. Come out at that time, my old lady was out of town. She was oh. in, I think where she was at. I think she was in North Carolina or some shit. So I sent it to a forwarder to her. Damn. Yeah, you got the go. You got the, the pass. Yeah. The look at ass. <laughs> oh, <who's that>? <laughs> <laughs> speaking, you speaking of looking at ass, this this uh, person, uh, he got in some trouble looking at ass. Um, Holy Family Principal Michael Como was arrested Thursday, uh, uh, May 30th in Washington, D.C. at a strip club. According to a police report, officers responded to Archibald's Gentleman's Club in Washington, D.C. for an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. Oh, shit. Como allegedly was observed standing in the roadway refusing to move. <laughs> According to a police report, uh, it went on to say officers asked Como multiple times to move out of the roadway, but Como refused. Um, he was arrested for public intoxication and possession of an open container of alcohol. Uh, numerous sources tell... Uh, told the nine news investigators Como had a service dog with him at the bar strip club. Uh, the Catholic school principal also worked as part-time reserve police officer for Bristoly Police Department. He resigned by text early Friday morning. Uh, the Diocese of Baton Rouge released a statement about the incident uh, Friday evening, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Let me see. Hold on. It's a uh, report. Let me see if this will play. Watch it be a damn... Watch it be a now. Um, here we go. The principal from Holy Family has resigned from the Catholic school in Port Allen after he was arrested in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. police say Michael Como was at a strip club in D.C. with a service dog and that he refused to pay his tab and got unruly. They arrested him and charged him with public intoxication and also an open container violation. He has also resigned from the Brule Police Department, where he worked as a part-time reserve officer. Yeah, and this, and I think the other shit I read that he was there, like on some school business. 
So he was at work, basically, and they went to the strip club and got into damn trouble. <laughs> now he had to quit his damn job. Looking at ass. He needed a pass. He needed one of your passes. Hey, wait, 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 wait. So he was at work? Yeah, yeah. He was up. He was in D.C. on a school trip. Uh, yeah, and went to the strip club and got arrested. So, <laughs> so he left the. So he'll probably be a chaperone or some shit. I don't know. I mean, probably. Hopefully, it was at night, so the kids probably was sleeping. Oh, or some okay. Shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? I thought that nigga left the school. Left no <laughs> trip. <laughs> left the school trip to go go see some ass, yo. Yeah. Hey, damn fella, why he could why he could pay his bill? I don't just know. He probably just got on that. Probably got on that drink. You know damn. what I'm saying? A nigga ain't learned from Warren Sapp, huh? And he had a service dog <laughs> with him too. <laughs> in a strip club? Yeah, so, I mean, is he bl- you got a service dog with you. That means you blind. Or maybe it was like the dog for the kids or something. But, yeah, that's a weird, that's, that's kind of that, weird. Yeah, that was kind of weird story right there. Um, I ain't know you could bring a service dog in a strip club. Yeah, I guess you could take him in. If you could take a damn, I know one lady had like a, um, it was like a ferret or some goofy shit. It in was a strip club? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> it was supposed to be like her um comfort. Comfort pet. Right. Comfort yes. Yeah, yeah. And she took it on the plane mm-hmm. and people were uh upset about that. Um Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh so I don't know. But yeah, shout out to uh Como. He need a job. And I mean it's an engineer job opening in Virginia. Um, cause that dude did. Anyway, um, <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> here's some good news. Uh, the Illinois House approved legalized uh, recreational marijuana use on Friday. Illinois? Yeah, Illinois. Oh, oh hold man. up. Um, yeah, let me see First, what this looks like, like recreational marijuana is on its way to becoming legal in the state of Illinois. The House today approving a recreational marijuana bill to send it to Governor J.B. Pritzker, who says that he will sign it. The law should take effect sometime next year. It says anyone 21 or older can buy marijuana at licensed dispensaries. People who live in Illinois can possess up to an ounce. And an ounce of weed, that's a lot of fucking weed. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. An ounce of that law? Yeah, that's a lot. An ounce of that gas? Granddaddy P. That granddaddy grand P. Some of that purple. Some and of that anyone purple. who lives outside the state will be allowed 15 grams. Governor Pritzker is applauding lawmakers for passing the bill. Again, he says he will sign it, but we just don't know when that might happen. Damn, Illinois jump. It, I wonder what's the, uh, I don't know any any amounts you can have in like California or other places, but I mean, to me, if you can walk around with an ounce. That's a lot. That's Strong. A, yeah. Believe me, that's a lot. That's a lot of motherfucking weed. A lot of loud. A lot. A lot of that granddaddy pee. <laughs> Some of that purple herbal. I just had to grind up an ounce the other, the other night. A whole ounce? We must be made brownies. My old lady be making with edible shit. For real? What? Damn. Damn. I need to hit y'all up then. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me, but I know somebody that, um, oh, shit, got the other, me, me, me and wifey got something in common. <laughs> Two dope dealers <laughs> in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Willie will be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Two dope dealers in the family. Add something to that fish recipe, yo. Yeah, throw a little, <laughs> sprinkle a little of that on there. Put it, make up some of that damn butter. <laughs> put, some, put some weed in them damn hush puppies. Yeah, some shit. of them hush puppies up there. Hell yeah. 
Uh, let's see what else. Uh, happened in the news. Ooh, okay. This is a story about a drug. We're keeping it drug. We had Frank Lucas, and we talked about the weed. This uh, guy, in, oh, this happened in South Carolina. Um, say police could hear Dominique Newsom crying over the surveillance equipment they placed in his car for a setup against a black market gun seller and dealer. Dealing? They're going to kill me. No, dealer. Oh, dealer. Drug oh. dealer, yeah, seller and dealer. Uh, they're going to kill me, Newsom said, during what appeared to be a botched drug deal in Lexington County last May. Mm-hmm. Police and federal agents converged on that area. And an immediate search for their confidential informant began. The urgency, perhaps, wasn't needed. The tears and the threat against Newsom were a red herring meant to throw police off scent. I mean, <clears throat> a red herring meant to throw the police off the scent of a hoax he had arranged, according to a police affidavit David filed in federal court Friday. A Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms agent in Lexington accused Newsom of putting together a fake robbery in order to steal agency money for what was supposed to be a prearranged cocaine and firearms deal in May 2018. Uh, Newsom had been a confidential informant for Lexington County Sheriff's Department in the past. Uh, Newsom started working with the Sheriff's Department as an informant in April 2018. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Agents installed surveillance equipment in Newsom's car and gave him $4,200 of cash for the buy. Uh, They arranged to buy the guns and drugs at a dealer's house. Uh, which was in a neighborhood near the Augusta Highway and uh, Interstate 26 in West Columbia. When it came time for the purchase, Newsom told the agents the location had to be changed to a house in Red Bank. Um, he said the seller had some other serves or drug deals <laughs> to do. Damn, that nigga. <laughs> talking about, and he got some other serves, so we got to go to this other spot. So Newsom got to the driveway of the house and the seller got in his car. The affidavit shows uh, agents in a remote location watched and listened to what was happening. Uh, Give it up, they heard the alleged seller say. An agent radioed that Newsom was being robbed, according to the affidavit. Uh, Law enforcement surrounded the Red Bank home. They arrested everyone at the scene, including the alleged seller, who's listed as uh, Daquan Phillips. Let's see what race he is. He's probably white. Daquan Phillips. Yeah, he's probably white. Newsom's car was gone, and he wasn't in the house. Around then, they heard Newsom crying and saying people would kill him over the surveillance equipment. Um, Agents tried to track the informant from his phone, but the phone was dead. The surveillance equipment in the car was dumped. Police found suspected marijuana and cocaine on Phillips' property, which he admitted were his. Um, It wasn't long before the authorities discovered that they'd been duped. While under arrest, Phillips told police that Newsom arranged the robbery. Uh, Newsom had sold Phillips a gun, which was used in the setup. Uh, he showed the police conversations he had over Facebook Messenger. <sighs> Idiot. What <laughs> 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 he had over Facebook Messenger. Damn, what is that noise? There you go. Uh, uh, with Newsom allegedly setting up the scenario, the phone conversation which is presented as evidence with the affidavit appears to show Newsom instructing the Instructing Phillips on how to make the robbery sound real. Um, in pictures taken by police of the conversation, Newsom appears to instruct Phillips to pull the tool, a slang term for a gun, and say, get your, oh, get your police bitch ass out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Newsom, <laughs> Newsom arranged for Phillips to get 1700 of the 4200 
Only $3,500 was recovered at Phillips' home, hidden inside a dog food bag under the sink. The next day, police arrested Newsom and he admitted to setting up the robbery. Uh, let me see. Blah, blah, blah. Phillips was charged with weapon and drug possession with the intent to sell in federal court shortly after the incident. Um, said they got him for theft of government property over a thousand dollars. It's punish. Hold up. It's punishable um, with up to ten years in prison and a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in fines. Damn. Um, says a conviction of possession with intent to sell can carry between five years and life in prison depending on the quantity and the criminal record of the defendant. says Phillips pleaded guilty to the state charges of drug possession to sell and unlawfully carrying a pill. This is weird, though, because didn't they set him up to go to the house to buy or sell or whatever? Right. But they charging him with possession of drug. I don't know. Oh, Phillips is the dude at the house. Newsom is the dude that set the shit up. Okay, yeah, so they got Phillips um, for drug possession and un- unlawfully carrying a pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it said, <laughs> the reported phone conversation between the two appears to indicate Newsom and Phillips were going to use the money to pay lawyers. So mm-hmm. they was trying to rob the police to get money for lawyer fees. Lawyer what fees. the fuck? Yeah, that was a weird story I saw, y'all. Uh, and it happened right here in the great state of South Carolina. <laughs> Damn, Damn middle state. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. You know, there. Uh. In the past few weeks, everybody's been talking about these laws in Georgia mm-hmm. about the abortion bill or whatever. Um. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies. Well, a lot of people are saying they won't, they're not going to do business in these states. Uh. Georgia, Alabama, and Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um. In Georgia, it's a major television and film hub now. Um. You know, Tyler Perry do his shit there. Shows like The Walking Dead get filmed right. in Georgia. Mm-hmm. A lot of shows get filmed in Georgia. Um, well, Netflix said it would consider pulling its productions from the state if the heartbeat bill um, went into effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that bill would ban abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected, which mm-hmm. can occur as early as six weeks six into weeks. the pregnancy. Right. Um, but... Uh, he said, we have many women working on productions in Georgia whose rights, along with millions of others, will be severely restricted by this law. Um, it's why we will work with the ACLU and others to fight it in court. Given the legislation has not yet been implemented, we'll continue to film there while also supporting partners and artists who choose not to. Should it ever come into effect, we, we rethink our entire investment <coughs> Excuse me, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they film shows like Stranger Things in Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's a big show for um for uh Netflix. Endgame got filmed. Part of Endgame got filmed in Georgia. Um, the Avengers movie, uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther, all the shit. So I don't know if they'll do it. I, I heard one um it was one movie producer, or whatever. It was like they won't. They say they'll probably still film whatever it was they were working on in Georgia, but. They would donate to, like the anti, donate to, basically like a pro-abortion cause or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, because <clears throat> people that still in Georgia, you know what I'm saying? They still need to work too. Like those people shouldn't have to suffer because of the st- stupidity of the uh, lawmakers. I don't think anyway. Right. Um, my thing is, man. Um, you know. 
that's that law it need to be um dealt. I don't know how to say it. I think they do need to some show some type of protest towards the law because this law is violating women's rights. Uh-huh. And um because my thing is with the law is if we truly supposed to be truly a nation that's separated for church and state, we should rely our religious beliefs to make law. Yeah. That's my problem with the whole <clears throat> law. I mean, that's, that's uh, you can't put it no better than that. All right. Yeah. Separate church and state. But you know, down here in the South, they want us to put put prayer back in schools. <laughs> right. Put prayer back in schools. That's what's wrong with the world. That's why all of these black people are going in the federal building shooting up because they don't have Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That's right. He's not in That's their right. lives. Bring put prayer back in schools. And uh all and uh <laughs> Let's uh, make America great again, and uh, last but not least, white power, white power, white power, white power. Uh, somebody who probably said white power was this <laughs> was this gun toting campground employee, as she threatened black a black couple spending a day in the park. Um, oh shit. Yeah, this is another. Yeah, I saw that story. Yeah, it's another living wild black story. Uh, An employee at the campgrounds of America took issue with the Mississippi Mississippi couple walking through a park with their dog on Sunday. Um, All you had to to do is tell us you have a reservation and we would have left. Uh, You didn't have to pull a gun. Mm -hmm. The gun toting campground employee slowly put her handgun back into her pocket. Well, I'm just telling you. You need to leave because it's under private ownership. You can't be out here. Uh, the black couple tried to explain to her why they didn't think they needed a reservation mm-hmm. to use the Octavia. I know I ain't said that right, kind of late. But the woman seemed disinterested. Uh, Campgrounds of America is the world's largest company with privately held uh, campground. Uh, KOA Inc. is aware of the situation that occurred Sunday, March 26th at the KOA franchise in Starkville, Mississippi. Um, KOA is currently looking into the... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. The lady got fired, y'all. Yeah, cause I think she a violation of um of the policy, right? You, know what? you ain't supposed to have firearms on yeah. the campground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I know the guy, um, the husband, he was a military veteran. Oh, the, black, I, the black husband? Yeah, he was a veteran. And I think he did a couple of tours in Afghanistan, and he, I saw the little video interview clip, uh-huh. and he was saying that his whole time doing tours in Afghanistan, he ain't never, never had nobody put a gun. Wow! On. But he come to Mississippi and get a gun in America. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is America. Why she pulled a strap though. She pulled like, a gat. Yeah, she did. She pulled a gat out. It had about sign. Yep, pulled a gat out. She the had. Fuck? She had the ooh she pull out the the, the hammer. <laughs> I would have shot the shit out of that bitch. She pull out the hey, hey, strap. And that uh that couple would have had a gun on there. She probably been so damn nervous. She probably would have had to shoot her damn self. Hell yeah. No, I don't know though. That she was itching to shoot it. She itching. Itching. Itching <laughs> for the paper. She itching to shoot a nigga. She itching to shoot a nigga. Go ahead. I blow your black ass smooth back to Africa. 
you <laughs> set foot back on this property again, yeah. you don't have a reservation. Get your black ass back in your in your car, <laughs> your your bouncy car, and get the hell on. Your bouncy fucking your car. bouncy car <laughs> with your big hip hop, big wheels with on. your big wheels, shiny wheels. <laughs> Get the hell on out of here, you black king. They call you anything. You moon cricket. Playing that Cardi <laughs> Playing that Cardi D. Cardi D. Get the hell on out of here. I'm tired of here. Okay. Get out of here. Go home. Go back. Go back to where you come from. White par. Hell yeah, boy. White people cut your ass off. Tell you where you're not supposed to be. <laughs> get your moon cricket. Get your your porch monkey. Porch monkey. Your, your porch monkey. <laughs> your porch monkey. They call you a damn donkey. Cool. <laughs> what are you donkeys doing over here? <laughs> 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 get, get you your little nigger children out of here. <laughs> what? Yeah. Get your little your little your little monkeys with you. Take them with you. <laughs> I know you black man, you don't want them with you anyway. You don't want your kids. <laughs> Take your black kids with you, you black bastard. <laughs> Why <White> people quit? <laughs> they put black in front of anything, make hell you feel yeah. bad as hell. hell yeah. You black water bottle. <laughs> Take your black water bottle with you. <laughs> you black iPhone. Take your black iPhone. With you. They everything. They put black in front of anything. Everything. Make this sound racist as hell. Everything. You take your black flute lutes with you. I don't want you or your black cereal in my. Yeah, that shit make you feel bad as hell. Hey, they don't need. They need trying to be racist and shit. Hey, hey, buddy. Are these your black shoes? <laughs> what the fuck you mean black? These your black shoes. Get your black shoes and put them in your black car. That shit, boy. White people, boy. With that damn accent? Ooh, yeah. That shit'll make it. Is this your black pencil? <laughs> make everything sound bad. Sound bad, yo. So take you and your black wife. Get the hell out of here. Campgrounds of America. We don't want your type over here. You're in your black music. Yeah, you're playing your black music all loud. All loud. <sighs> mm. All the drums and cymbals. We don't do that around here. We don't do that around here. You take, <laughs> get your horse and go down the country town road. That's the only place you can be, bud. Bud. Then they call you all kind of shit. <laughs> Pal, bud. <laughs> I hate that shit. Hey, 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 bud. Shut the fuck partner. up. Hey, partner. What else they call you? Sport. <laughs> Get out of here, sport. Oh, shit, yo. Yeah. Yeah. But she got her ass fired. Good. Oh, so shit. shout out to her. Ugh. Bro. What's fucking here? Well, He's already get fired. Yep. You take your black headache somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you take your black headache somewhere. Get the hell on out of here. <laughs> Eat all your black M&M's. Yeah, all your black M&M's <laughs> crunching on the damn microphone. <laughs> on your your black microphone. I know it's black. It sounds... You got a black voice. It sounds black. You damn nigger. <laughs> they real. They try to... They, you know they try not to be so racist, but sometimes it just it just builds up and then that nigger come out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They can't help it. Yeah. They can't help it. They can't help it. 
Shout out oh, to the good shit. ones. Uh, but the bad ones, ooh, they sometimes you just have to laugh. Yeah, you just have to laugh. Yeah. Um speaking of not laughing, now nah, let me stop. Um, this was something I had for a couple weeks. Uh it was something I saw that Taco ooh. Bell was doing. You know, I eat Taco Bell from time to time. Mm. But obviously they got a whole bunch of money because Taco Bell is creating this uh Taco Oasis in Palm Springs, California for a limited time. It's uh, supposed to begin August 9th. Uh, in a uh, press release, the fast food chain details what a stay at the Bell would be like. Um, mm. Say from check-in to check-out, the Bell, a Taco Bell hotel and resort, reimagines what a hotel stay can be, unveiling a destination inspired by tacos and fueled by fans. Uh, everything from guest rooms to breakfast and poolside cocktails will be infused with a Taco Bell twist, yeah. uh, making this the flavor-filled getaway of 2019. Um, it says it feels like if you love food and you love a vacation, Taco Bell is trying to give you all of that and more. Um, it said that uh, the hotel will stand to be the biggest expression of the Taco Bell lifestyle to date. It will be fun, colorful, flavorful, and filled with more than what our fans might expect. Um says apparently there will also be a gift shop where you can purchase exclusive Taco Bell gear. Now, if I was like 22 or 23, I'd be like, damn, nigga, I got to go to Taco Bell, Taco Oasis. For real? The Taco Bell Hotel. Nigga, you get all the Taco Bell and shit. shit. Probably all inclusive. I ain't never known for Taco Bell to be popping like that. Yo. For real? I mean, I, I eat Taco Bell <laughs> now and then. But I don't think you Taco Bell pop like that. Taco Bell popping like that. Now you get that fourth Dang. meal, college students, especially white college students too. Shit. They love Taco Bell. I don't, I don't, I don't never, I don't think I never had a bad time. I went to Taco Bell and had a wait in a long line. You. Uh, I don't. Mm. <laughs> when I, don't know. I don't what know if Chick Fil A had one? <laughs> right, like nah, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A know what they're doing. They ain't gonna do that. They're not gonna do that because they know it's gonna be you're gonna nigger it up. You gonna, yeah, we you already smell like chicken. I don't know why the hell you need to come to Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A. No, with the culture, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe Taco Bell is, but I don't never <clears throat> thinking that we Popeyes. Like you want to know Popeyes? We pop. You want to know how popping uh, Taco Bell is? They bought um, who did they buy? No, I'm thinking about Arby's. Arby's bought something. Taco Bell popping though. I ain't gonna lie. Taco Bell popping. Trust me, mm-hmm. I deliver that. Yeah. Them motherfuckers popping. Them motherfuckers popping. They get a whole lot of shit. Um, I don't know. I guess if I was in college, I would want to go there. You know what I'm saying? So you mean to tell me you wouldn't want to go to a place that got unlimited, uh, what's that Mountain Dew? Baja Blast Mountain Dew? <laughs> Ooh, you got me there. Huh? Yeah. You got me huh? there. Nachos Bel Grande. Hold, hold beans. Shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you be you shit up, though. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, Taco Bell do got that dope. They do got a dope ass half hour. Don't they have half hour? Don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, you got to say that into the mic though. Yeah, they they got that happy hour. That shit be popping. I, I ain't know that about that. Most of the time, I be working. See, you be getting off early. Yeah, shit. I do. You getting off early? Yeah, they do. Uh, let's see what else before we get up out of here. Try to catch this game. The rest of this game. Um, I hear something for the culture. 
A federal judge rules people can secretly record police in public spaces. Um, federal judge or ordered the Boston Police Department and the Suffolk County District Attorney to notify their officers and prosecutors that people have the right to secretly record police as long as the police are on duty and in public. Um, I don't think I need to read any more. Nope. I don't know if, the, well, this was a federal judge. I don't know if it's just in Massachusetts. Yeah, well, it says, yeah, a lot of this shit say Massachusetts. Mm. So if you're in Massachusetts, um, you know, pull them phones out, record them up, record them pigs. Damn right. Record the pigs. It's your right. Um. So, yeah, that's something good. But shit, you, you, need, you see, did you see the story uh, this past week? Um. When the guy had uh the police had pulled the guy over and um He was recording him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw the guy, that. The, the police tried to make him put his car apart, he would put his car apart. Yeah, and, and then he, he would he would he would keep his hands up because dude tried the police want to shoot him. Yeah, the police was like, He got a gun, he yeah, got a he gun. Got a gun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. I so, I, I don't uh I don't trust I don't trust the police. Somebody else I don't kinda trust right now. Who? White women. You want to know why? Why? Because in history, uh, according to the census, it revealed that white women made up around 40% of slave owners. Oh, yeah. I Ooh. heard about that. Yes. Yeah, I heard about that this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on her department page, uh, Stephanie E. Jones Rogers describes the February 19th, I'm sorry, February 2019 release as a regional study that draws upon formerly enslaved people's testimonies to dramatically reshape current understandings of white women's economic relationships to slavery. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see these movies and shit, and the white women are just married to the slave owners, and they nice to the slaves and all kind of right, shit. Now right. we understand that 40% of the women have been whip crackers. It's interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, I mean, do you really have to think that hard, or is that really a surprise when... Fifty-three percent of white women voted for Donald Trump. I mean, think about it, y'all. And it might have might have been even more than that. Um, so you know, it's a whole long story about this. Where did I get this from? Oh, the Atlanta Black Star. Yes, by Kirsten Willis. Yeah, it was in the Atlanta Black Star. But yeah, white women made up forty percent of slave owners. So that's uh, crazy. Yeah, I mean. Look, I mean, a lot of the stories where you have, um, you know, you know these living wild black stories. Nine out of ten of them would be the um, white women calling police on people, or like this last that oh, last story absolutely. read. You know, what I'm saying she pulled a gun out on the black couple or whatever. So true. Yeah, if you think I mean, but it make you look at like, I mean, I mean, of course we're in a new day and age, and you know, love who you love, but it's just like you seeing like these niggas with these white wives and. White girlfriends and it's just like, oh shit, man. yeah, like, they got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, one of my favorite black fathers. That's a friend of mine. My favorite black fathers is a white guy named Ray. Mm. Think about that. Ray is a black daddy because he got a black son, yeah. but he white. I mean, this thing about what um. Like this past week, where it was the anniversary of the um, Black Wall Street. What happened on Black Wall Street? Oh, that was the anniversary this week. Mm -hmm. Dang, yeah. And all that kind of led up from 
white woman accuses a black man of sexual assault or rape or something like Reckless that. Reckless eyeballer? Mm-hmm. Damn, that what got uh, Emmett Till killed. Reckless yeah. eyeballer. Yep. That was a crime. Reckless eyeballing. If 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 that girl that you was in that club with um, at the hookah bar, <laughs> <laughs> if she was white, your ass would be hung no, with man. a suit on and a hat. They hung, <laughs> man, they used to hang niggas with suits on back in the day, cuz. Mm-hmm. You'd have got hung. Yeah. They'd have lynched your ass. Shit. Reckless eyeballing because right. she, she was uncomfortable. Like, that shit was like... That's the, that was their damn Netflix. Damn right. The whole family be out there. Netflix and chill. <laughs> Netflix and chill. You got Netflix and chill, nigga. Your neck about to flick and they about to chill. Have a little <laughs> right. for your ass, nigga. Exactly what's about to happen. Damn right. They gonna hang your black <laughs> ass. They bring their kids and every damn thing out there. Hell yeah. Everybody. A damn family down meeting to kill a nigga. Yeah, yeah. Selling tickets and Selling shit. Selling tickets and shit. Hell yeah. Tailgating. Tell, they, t- they tailgate. That what they were doing. Now, huh? That what they was out there doing. Tailgate. Yep. Hell yeah. I want. Well, anyway. But yeah, y'all. Uh, gotta watch out for the white ladies. Mm-hmm. Damn. They still, like ladies. you say, they still doing it in the day. Yep. Yep. Uh. Okay. <clears throat> Before we get out of here, we will get out of here with some good news. A feel good story. Uh, this is happening. Um. Charlotte. It's a Charlotte barbershop. They raise funds to pay off um, school supply fees um, for this high school so they can graduate. Mm. Um, damn, nigga. You going to answer that phone? Um, that his old lady calling. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but yeah, you know, we talked about... Um, what was the guy's name? Robert Smith. Mm-hmm. He gave that money to Morehouse, Morehouse graduating yeah. class. Well, um, uh, this barber, um, uh, Headlines Barbershop in Charlotte, he was inspired um, by Smith. Uh-huh. And so he called up to the high school that, that was down the street. It's called East Mecklenburg High School. Wondering if money was keeping any students graduate. from graduating. Mm-hmm. Um and so he learned that 14 st- seniors there had unpaid fees with the school, a total of $4,500. Oh, shit. Um, and so the local business owner reached out to the community asking for help. Um, and she didn't know what the fees were, what the fees were for. Oh, it was a woman. Mm-hmm. A woman that owns a barbershop. What's her name? Oh, her name is Season Bennett. Season Bennett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Shout out to black women. You know, they always, you got to get a black woman on your side now. <laughs> black women, they, you know, uh-huh. I got to get me a black woman on my side. Courtney got a black woman. You got to, y'all got black women. Yeah. got to get me a yes, black sir. woman on my side. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, she reached out to the community um, to come together. Uh, let me see what it says. Yeah, so she reached out to the community, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole bunch of quotes in here. I'm trying to. Yeah, so basically she raised the money. Uh, the policy that they uh, have at the school, it keeps the students' identity hidden. But one of the students sent her a message that says, words cannot express how thankful I am of you all. I no longer have to worry and stress about graduating. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Season Bennett. If you in uh, the Charlotte area, go to, what's the name of that barbershop again? Headlines, Headlines Barbershop. Headlines. 
Headlines Barbershop, you know, they supporting their school and the students and helping them graduate, you know. Got the fees paid for these kids. So shout out to them, you know. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, they still better not take that line back. Take what line back? Oh, take your headline back, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The niggas will do it. Barber will do it. Damn Dang. right. Dang. You ever been to a barber, like you was going to a barber a whole bunch, and then you go to like somebody else, and then the first thing they say, like, damn, why he push your headline back like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I Maybe. know what you call this. Push my shit back. Yo. Who that? <laughs> Bird. Oh, Bird. <laughs> Bird puts my shit back. <laughs> Bird, yeah. Bird, Bird ain't used to, um, he used to round everybody out too. He ain't used to do the square jump. <laughs> Hell no. He used to get a round edge up, man. I used to get picked on by that round edge up, dog. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Bird had my shit pushed back, yo. Yeah. And I ain't noticed that shit till one day, um, I was in a wedding and I saw that shit. That my shit. How old you was? I was like nine. Oh, you saw how far back? Oh, yeah. yeah I saw yeah. that shit. Like damn. Yeah, Bird used to do everybody shit like that. But you know, that we like my dad well, my dad used to get a cut at, so I used to go with my daddy to get a haircut. <laughs> Me and my dad had them round ass heads up and shit. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, yeah. That was back in the day, boy. Hell yeah. So shout yeah, out that to was season. A long time ago. Shout out to season. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, man, that's all I got for the night, man. Um Yeah, that was it, man. I wanna thank you guys. Word, man. For uh, being cause. here uh, Forty Let everybody know Your social media Let them know The name of your podcast You about to start up man Word man um, Social media is at Forty Farms on Twitter And Instagram as well And uh, we'll be dropping A podcast real soon Crown de la Crown podcast mm. uh, Should be dropping In the next few weeks And we'll keep you posted Yeah we'll let y'all know When they drop We might have both of y'all On the show Absolutely. So y'all can you know Promote y'all shit Absolutely appreciate it And we, yeah. we want to get y'all On our show So we can Chat it up a little bit like we did tonight. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, <clears throat> uh, B Mac, let them know your social media. Gotcha. It's Martez L V E on Instagram. M A R T E Z L V E on Instagram. Word. And uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, BP McCoot, BP M A C O U T E. Sock Fasi. Sock Uh, yeah, man, that's all I got today, man. Um, oh yeah, if you wanna, uh, we ain't got, I ain't got no unpopular opinion. You got an unpopular opinion, B Mac? Nah, bro, I don't. Yeah, I ain't got one today. I ain't had no scammer either. Uh, what about you, Cuz? You got an unpopular opinion today? Nah, I don't have one. What? What I do, man? What the fuck happened with Anthony jo- Joshua last night, yo? Anthony Joshua. Oh, that f- I shit. I don't know, man. I don't be watching boxing like that. <clears throat> How you go out there and get your ass knocked out by a dude? That like he ain't down work out in fifteen years. Hey man, <laughs> hey, that's a that's a that's one for the fat boys. Shout out to the fat boys. Well, fat niggas will knock your ass out. Yeah. All did that. you did you see the thing on Instagram on uh, social media where they show where he get he got a soul knocked out of? Yeah, like um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that shit funny. He walked away. Yeah. Then they started playing. They started playing that damn Kirby enthusiasm music too. That nigga got on the plane and his soul got, got on the plane and left. His soul got on the plane, yo. I about fucking die laughing at that damn thing. Yeah, yeah, that shit was funny as hell. Um, they did one like that with um that dude that um, what's my man name? He knocked out the other dude uh, a couple weeks ago. 
Wilder. Wilder, when he knocked the dude out. You oh, you yeah. ever seen um you seen uh the last Avengers movie? Yeah. And you remember how how the lady did a Hulk? How she knock his soul out? Yeah. That how that how um that how they had him do that on um, dude, man. That shit was like, boom. And then my man so like it was like three of them came out. Yeah. That shit was funny as hell though, man. I don't know who it, they did that shit real fast after the damn movie. I mean after the thing, but yeah. Um yeah, shout out to the fat niggas, man. Fat niggas can knock your ass out too. You better be well. I like, damn, bro. He punched that nigga in the back of the head too. Yeah. Hell yeah. That nigga, that nigga still walked right out the rain. <laughs> <laughs> he walked out the rain like that dude did. You know, you ever seen that video of that dude that did that shit in real life? Like it was like the fight had just started and shit. Yeah. And they was about to damn. They they was like ding ding, and that nigga just turned around and just got out the way. He just he just he just strolled out the damn ring, strolled down the thing. And just walked out. Everybody was looking like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I remember that yeah, shit. That yeah, that black dude. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's how they had his soul walk out, man. That nigga. That nigga, damn, that nigga look bad. Yeah, yeah, they social media nowadays, man, if you like semi-famous or whatever and you fuck up, man, they will clown your ass and they clowning the fuck out of that dude. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like, damn, fella. Poor <laughs> fella, but he ain't going to be able to come out for that, yo. Damn. Did you watch the fight? I didn't see the fight. Oh, I okay. forgot they fought last night. Yeah, well, your ass remember this morning yeah, on sports and I don't got them social media. Well, I chase, I would love to check my social media from the bed. It's like, damn. You know, you know what's crazy though? When you talking about fighting and shit like boxing, I remember back in the day, like if it was like a fight that happened the night before, ESPN wouldn't show what happened. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't show the knockout and shit. But now right. they show the knockout like that next morning because that shit gonna be on social, social media, media anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Did that whole fight be on YouTube? So yeah, yeah. Yep. It was one. Well, yeah, it do be whole fights on there on our uh, social media too. But yeah, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening. If y'all got an unpopular opinion, y'all want to talk about the show or whatever, uh, want to tell us we're funny or whatever, please do email us at djbladeshow at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want to call, leave us a voice message. You know what I'm saying? So we can hear your voice and you want to tell us some shit that you thought we was wrong about or we was right about or you had a. Uh, you want some advice because we got all the goddamn advice over here. Uh, hit us up. Chill. Four zero four. Four three six two three seven oh. You heard me, son. Chill. Dead ass B. Word up. <laughs> word. Word, son. Word up. Yeah. Word the mother. Uh, but yeah, it's DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. It's your boy B Easy. It's your boy B Mac. Forty Fonz, and we out.